During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, October 8th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Twitch's own Bruce Green. <laughs> oh, no. Do Twitch I work at, superstar. Do I work at Twitch? Is no, that... you, I mean, that's, you got you know, you to brand it. You oh, know what okay. I mean? You just got to right, put yeah, it out sure, there. Right. Twitch superstar. Twitch's that's what it's own, all about. Yeah. All right, Thanks it. for coming back for another day. Of course. We worked you like a dog yesterday. I didn't know if you'd actually walk back in the you just fly home this morning. Oh, like, I'm out of no, here. No, it was great. I almost flew home this morning because I was so tired. Yeah. But instead, you guys fed me a bunch of meat last night. Right. Yeah. So I'm powered up, ready yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. Jen's taking care of you as if you are our child. You had her roast beef sandwiches last night and then uh this morning the pumpkin pie overnight oats so well yeah it's basically stop me up and then push it through exactly so. that's how she knows what she's doing over there <laughs> we've taken care of porty a long time oh. all right we understand how to help an old man with that wow i'm so so flattered no problem I'm, I'm up to the porty stand you're right there you're right there uh today ladies and gentlemen it's a huge day let's not waste any time we have more playstation 5 details for you blizzard has suspended a hearthstone player after some hong kong comets and doom eternal is delayed we'll get into all of this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, everything under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames, RoosterTeeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you. We are headed to EGLX next weekend. So we are. It's you. It's me. Yeah. It's Andy. That's right. It's Nick, sadly. Uh, we're going to have a great time. We're doing, uh, kind of funny, he's doing panels on the 19th and 20th. That's Saturday and Sunday. Do you know when yours are? Uh, mine are on Friday and Saturday. Okay, cool. So yeah. we'll all be hanging out together, partying in Toronto. Yeah. If you're there, come on out and see us. Uh, Bruce Green was on We Have Cool Friends yesterday. That is up right now. YouTube.com slash kind of funny podcast services around the globe. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Today we're brought to you by Hymns and Quip, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's start the show with what is and forever will be a jam-packed Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report, Barrett. A baker's dozen. Thank you, Barrett. I appreciate the energy you bring to the show as well. I don't tell him enough. You know what I mean? You should tell him every day. Here's my thing for you, Bruce. What? I want you. It's not a bad thing. Don't it looked like you were, you were like surveyed me. I did. It's because I. The problem is I don't know if you've noticed, and you you put on the jacket yesterday, so you kind of yeah. noticed. Yeah. I'm a large individual. Yeah. You know what I mean. That's okay. But I know you are too, though. You're not. Like, you're no small fry. That's true. I'm Can no you small do this fry. thing with your chair where you you, you see that like, get the hydraulics over there? Would you want to go higher or yeah, lower? Because I feel like I'm towering over you, like you're my grandson. Oh, <laughs> and there I mean, there we that? go. There we go. I noticed it was lower, but I was like, well, maybe this is a ploy to keep me lower than Greg. Exactly. It's like <laughs> it's, it's how I make him feel like a big man. Exactly. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. a big boy. <laughs> Number one on the Roper Report. It is officially called the PlayStation 5, and it is coming holiday 2020. We All go. Right. This is, I, I'm so excited to be here on this day. That yeah, really? Piece, I can't wait PS5. for you just to shit on it. The, 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 I'm time. not going to shit on it, but the the energy in the in the in the building is just. This is. Are you? How many PS5s are you going to buy? Oh my god! Seven? So many? Ten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know how many we're going to get here. I like to have backups. All right, I like to make <laughs> sure everything works just in case something goes down. Uh, uh, this is Sony's own Jim Ryan over at the PlayStation blog, but I'm going to jump into a Wired report in the middle of it because I'm crazy. Since we, since we originally <laughs> unveiled our next generation console in April, we know that there's been a lot of excitement and interest in hearing more about what the future of games will bring. Today, I'm proud to share that our next generation console will be called PlayStation 5 and will be launching in time for holiday 2020. These updates may not be a huge surprise, but we wanted to confirm them for our PlayStation fans as we start to reveal additional details about our vision for the next generation. Wired Magazine covered these updates and more in a story that posted this morning. I really appreciate that they wanted to give us the release date. And you're like, you know what? This is what it is. Yeah. Here to, we're not going to do a huge event or whatever. We'll just tell you. Yeah, it's, it's, I appreciate that. I want to get into that because this has been a weird rollout of it has been a weird not rollout, traditional yeah. PlayStation slash video games. Uh, however, uh, Jim in this blog post is going to go into uh, the details of his more and what he's talking about there. Yeah. Bullet points from the Wired article, though, are this. Again, talking about that solid state drive that it'll be running on, uh, explaining how that actually works and why it'll be faster yeah. and you know get rid of load times mark cerny like does a great job mark cerny yeah uh, way too smart to have anything to do with video games but <laughs> yeah, here he is and like true, mark cerny is one of those rare people that when i read the quote from him i read it i can hear him saying it in yeah, my voice yeah me too yeah. he's got a very distinct voice and personality it's, it's true yeah. uh physical games for the playstation 5 will use 100 gigabyte optical discs inserted into an optical drive that doubles as a 4k blu-ray player uh they started talking about how the UI for PlayStation 4 is pretty stagnant. It doesn't feel alive. They started saying they're going to do more of that, meaning Cerny goes into a quote here. Multiplayer game servers will provide the console with the set of joinable activities in real time. Single-player games will provide information like what missions you could do and what rewards you might receive for completing them. And all of those choices will be visible in the UI. As a player, you just jump right into whatever you like, end quote. Cool. They were talking about here, like right now, I'd see Kevin playing Borderlands, I'd see Bruce playing God of War, yeah. but I would, it'd still be, to actually know what was going on, I'd have to join the games to see what was happening. Like watch. More see. of it here, it'll be able, from a glance, be able to do it and understand if I want to join right in. That's actually a lot of uh, PC launchers do that right now sorry um, no no it's fine <laughs> that like we can put the bit aside for a little while <laughs> well if you're looking at like a Fortnite game or an apex game or whatever it'll tell you how many people are left it'll yeah. tell you how many minutes are in the game it is yeah like right now on playstation it will do that of like yeah you oh, know, well, okay, bruce good. is playing Fortnite and it's like 33 left but it won't tell you like, like time or stuff like that it's, it's what like, level it's, you're on in yeah. a specific game they're talking very specifically i think yeah. as like uh, um across the board this will be the standard this Got is it. what it'll look like uh controllers are going to be usb-c they're heavier than the DualShock 4, but but lighter than an Xbox controller with batteries in it. Mm -hmm. This is because because of how they're moving away from the DualShock stuff and using haptic feedback. But we'll get to that in a second. That's one of Jim's things. Then, this is right from the Wired article. While a number of studios already had their PlayStation 5 dev kits, the controller prototypes began rolling out much more recently. And no one is ready to name specific titles they're developing for the PlayStation 5. Here we go, everybody. Your ears light, listen up for this one. <laughs> Quote, we're working on a big one right now, says Marco Thrush, president of Bluepoint Games, which most recently worked on last year's PlayStation 4 remake of Shadow of the Colossus. I'll let you figure out the rest. So it's got to be Shadow of the Colossus. No way. 
What, what, they're doing it again? No, I mean, but like, not not on the remake, but I'm saying like a sequel. Oh. Ooh, that's where you're going? He said a I big like one. Idea. I, I mean, we're Colossus, working on a big, big one. one right now. Oh, mm. I'll I, let you figure out the I don't rest. know, what do you think it is? I don't, well, hold on, let's get through all this. I want to give <laughs> all right. you all the information all right. here of this right. buffet right. of PlayStation news before we start tearing it apart like savages, <laughs> like in Hotel California, right? Stab it with their steely knives, but they just can't kill the beast. I was thinking about Hotel California this morning. <laughs> the more... The fuck? The more, this is back to Jim at the PlayStation blog, refers to something I'm quite excited about. A preview of the next controller that will ship with the PlayStation 5. One of our goals with the next generation is to deepen the feeling of immersion when you play games, and we had the opportunity with our new controller to reimagine how the sense of touch can add to that immersion. To that end, there are two key innovations with the PlayStation 5's new controller. First, we're adopting haptic feedback to replace the rumble technology found in controllers since the fifth generation of consoles. With haptics, you truly feel a broader range of feedback, so crashing into a wall in a race car feels much, more, much different uh, than making a tackle on the football field. You can even get a sense for a variety of textures when running through fields of grass or plodding through mud. The second innovation is something we call adaptive tri triggers, uh, which have been incorporated into the trigger buttons L2 slash R2. Developers can program the resistance of the triggers so that you feel the tactile sensation of drawing a bow and arrow or accelerating an off-road vehicle through rockier terrain. In combination with the haptics, this can produce a powerful experience that better simulates various actions. Game creators have started to receive early versions of the new controller, and we can't wait to see what their imagination goes with the where their imagination goes with these new features at their disposal. So, th was I right about the haptics in the Switch? Correct. The with their HD rumble and all that jazz. Th that's that's kind of what I thought. So I assume that. Now the controller will have that feel of a Joy-Con if you're playing the Switch. Sure, yeah. It'll, it'll, I think it's going to give you more precision, more stuff. Again, yeah. in the Wired article, uh, cool. when the reporter gets down there, he got to try a different thing, and he talks about like uh, going through mud and like feeling that sensation, yeah. the resistance of sand of walking through that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. No, it really the is more great. immersion like that is cool, and I think it's what they need to go for, right? I think... Games are at such an interesting point where you remember growing up and it would be like NES to SNES, SNES to N64, right? Man, these are huge jumps. Yeah. And now we're into this thing where, don't get me wrong, PlayStation 4 looks better than PS3, yeah, yeah. but it's not night and day, oh my God, it's true. right? It's so not. even with PlayStation 5 and 4K and all this other jazz, in what, 8K and whatever, it's going to be uh, ray yeah. tracing. When we get yeah. there and do it, it's going to be these incremental upgrades, but if they're doing it across the board on everything, that's exciting. Speaking of which, Mark Cerny talked about ray tracing and said it will be hardware accelerated, not software Right, not software. That, that was such a, which a, I appreciate. a nerdy drill down that I was like, I'm not even going to get into. But correct, yeah. Well, I, I'm just glad he said it because I know a lot of people complained about it. They were like, well, no, it, it's, it has to be hardware. It can't be software. So anyways. Mark knows what to do. And I, I, like, he does. He, he addressed yeah. that right at the top, right? That's where he's like, right away. I'm yeah. going to get into it. Yeah. Uh, so, Bruce, uh -huh. where does this leave all of you with PlayStation 5? Well, this is going to be, so I've never, never owned a PlayStation. <laughs> What? That's okay. Bruce? What? Bruce, it's okay. I've uh, never owned a PlayStation. I didn't, like, actually own a PlayStation until the PS4. Like, I, I had a PS2 growing up, but that wasn't my PS2. I, did, I didn't buy the PS2, because uh, I was a Nintendo 64 kid. And the PS3, a fucking failure. PS3 you know was a failure. Yeah. $600, no one's ever going to touch it. A Vita? <laughs> Come what? on. Vita's stupid. Yeah. Would not, what? Why would, I, why would you ever buy a Vita? They're not joking, Kevin. I also need paper towels. I did a spit take when you weren't looking. Uh, PS4, I should have bought. And I'm probably going to end up buying for Death Stranding just because I want ah, nice. okay. to stream it. So now it's sure. part of my business, right? Sure, write off. But I never, it's a write off. But I never bought a PS4 for fun. PS5, 
I'm excited to buy. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited wow, to buy. Yes, look at I'm, that. I'm excited Finally, to buy yeah. a PS5. Yeah. Um, especially because I will be able to stream games and stuff like that. So that I, I finally will be able to use it for whoa, whoa, <laughs> for what it is. Um, rather than just kind of looking at it as a second system. Uh, because I was worried about I just didn't want to have two consoles. I don't want to have two consoles in my house. That's fair. No, that's I seems, get it. That seems excessive, it's excessive yes. right? Because I've got a PC and then two con three consoles, Switch. Xbox, PS5, come on, come on! You missed so many good exclusives. Uh, well, God, and here's my thing: is I'm in like again. I've never, I've never I've, played God of War. I need to play God of War. Let's put the bit aside for a second. Okay, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like it's why I bought an Xbox One on day one, right? Is I just wanted to have everything covered. And granted, I guess it's different in terms of what you're looking for, and I, you know, especially for us in terms of trying to be able to play everything, talk about everything. Well, you, you guys are you guys way. are different than like for Funhouse and me at the time. It was just more of like, oh, well, we're just playing shitty old games on the PC. Exactly. Exactly. You no, know, I like, get it. I get it. Um, and uh, and now it's become I'm more in the I'm more in the game space. So I'm excited to try everything. And especially like I hadn't played God of, God of War yet. I'm so sorry, you, Corey dude, Barlog. Gotta, I'm so sucks. sorry. Don't worry about that. Oh, OK. All right. no, well, either way, I'm going to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stream it. Your favorite game of all time. You usurped a Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Wow. I think it's a it's perfect there, experience. Man. I mean, I hear it's an amazing game, so I can't wait to play it. Yeah. And also, well, shout out to Spider-Man. You should check out Spider-Man. Yeah. I actually got to play Spider-Man. Ooh. Yeah, I played, I played Spider-Man for like three, four hours, and it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, Ignacio Rojas writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. He says, what's cracking? Greg and Bruce. So we just got new information about the PlayStation 5. As we all know, this isn't the first information we've gotten about the console. Back in April, we learned about several features like backwards compatibility and an SSD. What do you guys think about the way Sony is handling the reveal of the PlayStation 5? By this point last generation, we knew nothing about the PlayStation 4 until that February event. Do you see them having a similar reveal event for the PlayStation 5, or is this just how we'll keep getting all the information? Anyway, or I'm sorry, anyways, as always, keep on dunking. Keep keeping on dunking. Well, he didn't mean to. I don't think he needed to have the second. He had, keep. The, he had two. Keeps. He has keeps. I, I like to edit on the fly with people, <laughs> so that we don't mock them. Well, I'm not mocking them at all. I was you just, just I thought, basically read between the lines. He just called them stupid. Ign Ignacio, you know I, mean? I thought that. He sucks. I hate him. Yeah, I, he deserves it. Ignacio writes in all the time. We give him a lot of shit. Oh, okay. Well, I thought he was just saying keep keeping on Duncan. No, he wouldn't do that. All right. Because keep on Duncan is the line from Orioration, our hit show. I'm sure you've seen them all. I thought it was like a thing yeah. From I saw Dunkin', it. That's great. I thought it was a thing from Dunkin' Donuts. I thought it was like keep keep Barry, on keeping on. Shut up. Use the mic when I want you to, not when you think you should. I'll do it whenever I want, Greg. Yeah, he will. You can't he's, control me. He's got a me. mic right there. It's right in front of him. Ignacio, don't worry. They're still going to have an event. Um, they are going to have an event. Do you think, I mean, they, they plan this stuff out years in advance, of generally. Course. Why are they doing it this way? It's a very interesting Why? question. You, I, very, I feel like you've got some question. insight on this that I don't. I think it's the fact that they've seen Xbox get to run with the narrative. And I think we've that's included and in, been focused on cloud gaming to an extent. Yeah. But then also, you know, when they were like at E3, we're gonna here's what the Scarlet is, right? Here's all these different yeah. stats. Where we'll talk about it next year. I don't think PlayStation wants to exist where that they're not in the conversation. Uh, I think they want to be in the conversation without actually making the big moves yet. Mm. I think it's really interesting that I don't know what Wired did to get all these exclusives. Yeah. Where, like we're gonna keep going to Wired for these two, and it's fine. Like yeah. I, I mean, obviously the, in, the information gets disseminated. But it's this weird thing of, I think in some respect, PlayStation understands this is all they need to do. And if they do this, they do it without building up expectations. Mm -hmm. If they were to do a, hey, we have a state of play coming. It's going to be your first detail. And I'm saying none of these articles happen. Yeah. Your first details in the PlayStation 5. And Cerny came out on this PlayStation 5 and was like, SSD, the controller's got the feedback. Blah, blah, blah. But like, 
there was no there was no console to show there was no uh, controller to show because even the wired guy is using a prototype he's right. talking about right they're not even calling it the DualShock 5 which clearly you're going to just do it yeah yeah if you came out and put this into something you had built up the internet's reaction would be what a terrible state of play yeah, this is so they boring. didn't tell us anything yeah, i don't yeah. care yada 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 Good call. so they're yeah. doing a very interesting and i think wise decision here of here are all and i i use this loosely but the boring details here yeah. are the things that when you read you, if you care you'll get excited about right. but if not like cuz this is a great example of it Hey, guess what? It's PlayStation 5, and it's coming holiday 2020, confirmed. We'll talk to you later. But if you here's where we're ray talking tracing, about the hard drive, yeah, and here's yeah, ray yeah. tracing, and here's how sand feels when you walk through the... Right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. that's all cool and exciting, but that doesn't make for a good state of play, and yeah. that doesn't make for a good build-up. And even Xbox saw, I think, some blowback on how they did it in terms of, like, I, I, we expect that we, you know, commentators or whatever, people paying attention, were like, clearly, this is how it's going to go. Well, it didn't feel like much back, even at exactly. E3. Exactly. No, it didn't. And so you keep doing this until, like, the event that will happen, Ignacio, will be, yep, uh, hey, kind of funny, IGN, everybody, you're invited to New York for this thing on yeah, this when, day. When does it happen? See the, oh. When? When do we get it? I mean, I, I would say probably February, right? Like, I mean, okay. I, that's All what right. they did for PlayStation 4 to reveal the box and everything, right? Yeah, I remember. I feel yeah. like that's a great p place to do it again here. The thing is that since they're doing all the boring details now, do they need to do a f an event that early? Because remember, it was, hey, here's the February event was, this is what PlayStation 4 looks like. No hard, no details in terms mm -hmm. of, uh, it, did they, Barry, they revealed the box at that February event, right? Or was it they, just, they yeah, did. I remember, yeah, I remember okay, watching Okay, just making that, sure. Yeah. And then E3 was the one of, here's the price, here's real games, because February was more anchored in like, look at all the voxels we can draw, yeah. and here's something out running on it. I could see them skipping a February event, but then again, are, are they doing an E3? Are they coming back to E3 and doing this? Or are they going to say, fuck it, in May? Do you, do you think they are? I don't know that they are. I mean, like, if they already they withdrew from last year, yeah. could, could they come back? I mean, I know they, I mean, they'd they be allowed could. to, yeah, 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 but I don't, I don't know. That, I don't think they need to is the other yeah, thing. Yeah. Do, and, like, what? Again, this is always the argument of we don't know behind closed doors. Are the state of plays doing exactly what they wanted, what they expected? You yeah. know what I mean? Because if they are, then why wouldn't you do a PlayStation 5 state of play? Right. And again, this speaks to what my... I don't know. How, what have you thought of state of plays? I mean, I barely, I barely watch them because I don't have a PlayStation. Right. Spit right, take. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, it's, I've caught up to it now. <laughs> uh, it is the idea, though, that with the state of plays, and since they got announced, where people are like, oh my God, they've been so weak, they've been so weak. I'm like, I've been saying, like, this is what they need to do? Because if they want to do this consistently, they know they can't have a home run every time. Well, it's so like Nintendo Directs. Exactly. Yeah. Here's how it's going to be. But that doesn't exclude them from coming out and saying, hey, here it is. This is the PlayStation 5. Let's show you how it works. Right. And it's all about the next-gen PlayStation 5 and get a gajillion views on it as you go. Yeah. It's a really fascinating way they're doing this. It Why is. they're doing it, I think it's just the industry's changed. I think they want to be in this conversation. I think they want to... They'd ra I think right now it, it, people are, today, super excited for this information. Right, everybody's talking about it, tweeting about it, doing all this thing, making a lot of jokes of like, "Oh man, PlayStation Five, what a bold name!" Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. for holiday twenty twenty, didn't see it coming. But again, that's still a more positive reaction than I think it would have been if they did a state of play. They did some big blowout, come watch us here, and then it was just talking. That's what the Sony and Nintendo, I think, are trying to avoid is all the negative blowback. Um, I, I, me personally, I thought that the last time, so Sony was not at E three last year, but the year before, yeah, with the whole like man playing the flute and the, yeah, and the yeah, whole deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. That a lot of executives were like, well, number one, why, why are we spending so much money at E3? And number two, we don't need to absorb any of this negative feedback. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, instead, we'll just give you details here and there, and we'll do our own event. It'll just be like Nintendo Directs, and then no one will make fun of us. 
<laughs> that's what it felt like to me. So that's why I think they're like they're kind of doing it this way because they don't want to get made fun of. Uh, AJ and a whole bunch of other people in there do correct me and Barrett that it was actually not the box wasn't revealed. Until it wasn't. Oh. It was just hey, here's what the power of the PlayStation 4 is with mm, the February I thought for event. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Whatever. I mean, it all blurs together. Yeah. I'm the worst at that kind of crap where people are like, I know it all and I remember living it and covering it, but it's well, all yeah, one giant. That's, like, that's, when was it? What happened? I don't know. Uh, Multi Callum writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, with today's Wired article about the PlayStation 5, what are your thoughts on Blue Point teasing a new game? Quote, we're working on a pretty big one right now. Made me assume it'll be a known IP. But could this be the first original game from Blue Point uh, we've been waiting for? Or do you expect another remake a la Shadow of the Colossus? Didn't they tease that they're doing something big like a year or two ago? Like this wasn't like... People were freaking out about this today, but I remember like being at IGN, and it was soon after the the uh, <clears throat> Shadow of the Colossus remake came out, and they had like already started teasing something. So this like them talking I think, about yeah, they've today. T- they've talked about working on other stuff, and I think in some interview, but, like they kind they of funny that it, wrong. They, they teased said, it something similar to this of like our next project is a big one. Like they keep hammering on this big point. So, yeah. yeah. Bruce might not might not be wrong. Shadow Big of the Colossus. One, guys. Uh, Another you think they're sequel. making Shadow Colossus too, Barrett? Bruce. Why wouldn't they? Because that's um, why, why nobody's out there saying. You know what? I need to make Citizen Kane two right now. All right, <laughs> that game has like, gone beyond mythical levels. But you can't they also go got well, got a remake. I mean, it got yeah. a remake, and and I assume it sold well. So sure it did. Yeah. Why not make a second one? Because uh, the uh, the counter argument would be the uh, developer that made that game is still around, right? They recently made that one kind of okay game a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Last Guardian. Yeah. So there's still kind of around. So if there was a Shadow of the Colossus, and that's the thing is, I think mean, you look at that them? creator and you expect him yeah. to be a part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, I, okay. we've, so I, I think personally, if I think that they're working on another remake of something. Oh, I, right. I, I know everybody sits around and is always like, oh, man, I'd love to see Blue Point do something original. I think they've made a reputation and a business on going back and bringing current or classic games into a new So generation. do an original IP, yeah. And so I think that it'd be, it, it, it wouldn't be silly for them to create their own games. God bless them, go do it. But it would be really weird for Blue Point, I feel, to come out and be like, we're working on something and it's big. And then it's like, <gasps> it's our own game. Oh, well. That doesn't make any I sense. I mean, like, you understand, you're not, you guys pay attention to the industry, right? Like, if you say you're working on something big, it's, right. nobody's thinking it's an original project. It could obviously be, it's a big game, right. it's, it's huge in scope. But, like, why would you get out in front of it and promote it that way? So then, what are they going to remake? God, I don't know. Uh, the big theory is Demon Souls. Oh, um, that, I haven't that, heard that. Theory. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. And then. The other thought that I just had is like maybe they're teasing this big game. Like maybe it's not a remake, but maybe they are uh, like uh, well, what's the word? Not rebranded, but they're going back to an older IP and giving their own take with it. Maybe it's like a new game, but for an older IP. Uh, AJ Shank in the You're Wrong says per IGN in March of 2018, Blue Point. Blue Point Games' next project is a remake bigger than Shadow of the Colossus. With regards to Blue Point's next game, Thrush teased, we're really excited about the next project, and we think you will be too when you find out what it is. Cool. So, so it's it is a remake. A remake. So it I'm not bigger crazy. Bigger than Shadow. <coughs> no, you're not crazy. Good job. Um, here's one I'm going to float out there. And again, am I just pontificating and daydreaming here? <laughs> Probably. But we know going forward, the ground, the earth is salted. But okay. could we go backwards? Could Blue Point be doing a reimagining of Metal Gear? 
no. or Metal Gear Solid. No way. Do you think Konami would actually like? I a hundred percent. Konami's like, oh, I'm sorry. We know that we are literally Chernobyl. Yeah. Anything with our logo on it is radioactive, and no one will touch or give a chance. But if Sony was like, we are, we have partnered with Konami to take the in the even phrase that way. We've taken the license for them for the from this well, from them for Kon- this game. Konami would get money from it, I assume, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're gonna get a lot of money. There you go. And so we're we're putting it in the hands of trusted developer Blue Point, and that's why I even say go with Metal Gear, where you take the wow. the NES or the whatever the MGX, whatever the hell game was originally. But anyway, we all know it for as an NES game. About, yeah. Take that and reimagine that as like here it is, Solid Snake that would infiltrating be Outer Heaven. Right? That would be a big. One. That would be incredible. And I and here's where I and I know I'm nutty. I'm pontificating and daydreaming. I out think here. maybe it's just what you want, Craig. Also true. But imagine <laughs> if. Since they're working so close on Death Stranding, mm. Kojima gets to be there. Not to be a part of it, but to be a part of, like, I'm okay with this, guys. You're like, just, this is the best way. Is this just your dream? This is just your dream. I'm just telling you the way certain <laughs> things have lined up in this industry, that this is a possibility. Okay. All just right. putting it out there. We'll see. We will see. I got to ask Greg what he actually knows after the show now. Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I assure you, this is not based on any inside All information. Right. All right. Uh, do you have anything you'd want to see them work on? Um, I mean, no. You, you know, you have the insight on this one more than okay. I do, and that's why, I, like, Shadow of Colossus. It, I, since the remake did so well, that's why I was like, well, maybe they're making a sequel. But if it's a remake, yeah. whatever. You know. Alex writes in to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games and says, "Hey there, KFGD crew. It's official. PlayStation Five is coming Q4 2020. So now that we know the, what the launch window is lining up with the holiday of next year, what do you think the launch lineup looks like?" I still think we're too far away for Ghost of Tsushima to have a dual console launch and too soon for sequels of God of War or Spider-Man. But Horizon 2 feels just right. What about third party? Could the next Batman or whatever Rocksteady is working on secretly be next-gen launch games? A guy can dream. Also, what does this... Where I talked about this. E3 plans. Who the hell knows? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. I still think they can skip it. I still think they might. I think, I think they, PlayStation's getting pretty addicted to being mm, the only game in town. Mm, Random mm. ass Tuesday, we did this. Here's yeah. what PlayStation 5's all about. I think yeah. I could see them do a state of play, not like in the same week of E3, but more around closer, it. Like around it. I think May. Stuff. You put it yeah. at the end of May, right? Before yeah. E3. Get yeah. out there and really crush everybody. There you go. Who knows? How about that? I'm Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> Horizon 2 is a good feel. You don't think Tsushima's going to be out by then? Oh, I, no. I, I mean, Alex? Yeah, Exactly. Well, I, that's the thing is a lot of people I saw quoting this. I didn't realize this was still so hotly debated that so many people would tweet about it. The end of Jim Ryan's post, which I didn't read because I was focused on the PlayStation 5 stuff, basically says, but don't worry, PlayStation 4 gamers, still a lot of great stuff to come, including Death Stranding, including Last yeah. of Us Part Two, and Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and since the PlayStation 5 is backwards compatible, I don't think you need to worry about it. I see Ghost being... I'm trying to run through the first parties in my head, right? I think Ghost is going to be pretty much it's God of War 2. Or if you remember, PlayStation 3 was on the market... God of War 2 still was a PlayStation 2 exclusive. Oh. And it was very okay. much like, see you later. This is like oh, the yeah, last yeah, yeah. Yeah, game yeah, yeah. you have yeah, yeah, for your yeah, PS2. Yeah. yeah. And I'm granted, we'll go to Tsushima perform that well, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I think it's going to do really well. I think it's going to be an awesome game based on Sucker Punch's track record, but I'm not too worried about that. Well, In terms well, of a launch lineup, though, it's going to be uh, whatever Blue Point's working on. Yeah, that's gonna that be does sound somewhere. like it. That, that was what was interesting, too. The Wired article had Blue Point quotes in there, they had EA quotes in there. Maybe somebody else would have to look at it, but that mm. gives you a, a hint of who's look or working on stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, 
as far as Batman stuff. Yeah, get, what do you? Yeah, where do you think Rocksteady and the WB stuff? Uh, my take is like last time WB Montreal worked on a, ba- a Batman game, right? It was really to hold people over until Rocksteady could release their next big title. Yeah, uh, and that uh, Arkham Origins came out pretty much at the end of the PS3 Xbox 360 lifecycle, mm-hmm. and then uh, Arkham Knight was the next big game on the next gen platforms and stuff. And so I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something similar here. Really? No. WB Montreal is teasing something and they're doing something soon, whether that's in the next couple of weeks, whether that's in the next three or four months. Like they, They've got to be announcing something, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw uh, an announcement for a game of theirs coming out before next gen, which again doesn't really matter because... Uh, before, uh, before next gen. Yeah, before next gen, hmm. which we know doesn't really matter because the whole backwards compatibility right. thing, at least with PS4, PS5. But, but I feel like they're going to hold on to that stuff. If, if they want... because. You want a really big launch, right? So what, wouldn't they hold on to that for the launch? Of the I think what they like what they're planning. I don't know if they want to do launch window, but maybe within the launch year or two, WB Montreal ends the the life cycle of the PS4 and Xbox One, and then Rocksteady comes out like the next year and he's like, hey, here's our next big game. Whether it's Batman related, whether it's something else related, like I. That is how they played it before, and I wouldn't be surprised to like have them play that again. Similarly. So you're saying, in I know these are loose, obviously. Yeah, you're saying this W Montreal's Batman game is either nine, 2019 or 2020. I, definitely 2020. Okay. Yeah. And then you think that Rock City's 2021, 2021 or 2022. Gotcha. Jesus. Yeah. That's but a long but time. we get a trailer for it at the PlayStation Five launch event, like for Rock City, for the Rock City game, yeah. I you mean, want like, to step on the toes of it. If if, Mo- yeah, if Montreal is already, in if it's thing. the next in the chamber and it's yeah, not out yet, you yeah. don't. Well, so it. Th- yeah, so that's what I mean. So that's why I'm saying like, I feel like Montreal then gives us something for launch mm-hmm. of PS5. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's got to be. That would be weird if they dropped it in the middle and they're like, okay, well, this game comes out on in May, but then the PS5 is out. Like, I I don't know. That would yeah. be that would be odd. But that's how, that's how they did Arkham Origins. The other thing we have to yeah. the other thing we have to go back to, and I know it's not exactly the same. Mm. Well, the rumor, right, is WB is working on Batman. Right. Rocksteady is not working on a Batman game. Right. So, I mean, like, we are splitting hair. Now, granted, I've, we've heard, what, comic book games before. Mm. It seems like Suicide Squad's the going rumor. Mm. I, I refuse to get excited. I refuse to really? get excited. Really? Suicide Squad? Yeah. Oh, uh, DC boy. games in general. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah. when it was Ninja Turtles was, was the rumor for a while. It was like, meh. When really? That would have been cool as fuck. When the rumor was that weird Damien Batman game that wasn't actually a Batman, I was like, meh. <laughs> Suicide Squad rumor, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Still, uh, still weird. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyways, like, that's not the exact, I mean, same universe. It, it, it goes back to what I've said before. Like, is WB Montreal's game going to be a drastically different visual style? Right. And if so, then, they, okay, cool. Now we can, these can coexist if... Rocksteady still looks like if they're whatever their next game, yeah. comic book game is, and I'm trying to you know not get excited about anything, <laughs> whatever. Like I'm still holding on hope for a Superman game. Everybody, maybe it's not Justice Superman. League. Remember the Justice it's League not, rumors too? It's too many goddamn happening. rumors around here. I don't it's know. Not, it's you can't be make a, a good Superman. Superman it's not going to be a Superman game. I'm aware. I'm aware. Okay, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware that I dreamed. I flew close to too close to the sun. Anyways, though, even if there's Rocksteady's next game doesn't look like. The beefy Batman game. Right. Then I think you have re- these things can coexist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, because like look at how many Marvel games are coming out at all once. That's true. Time. What if? Okay. All right. All right. Now I'm just thinking about WB in general, not just uh, DC related, all that stuff. Uh, like we, of course, we've got whatever Montreal's working on, Rock City. But then we had that leaked 
motherfucking Harry Potter game last year, Bruce. You oh that? yeah. Mm-hmm. What if they? What if uh, around launch lineup uh, uh, announcement kind of stuff for PS Five? That maybe makes more we finally sense. get like a reveal of that Harry Potter game. Oh, well, that because uh. I mean, right now, do we know? Do we know the games are going to come out for launch for PS Five? No. Holiday twenty twenty. Do, do you have any idea other than maybe Horizon? There 2? will be a Call of Duty. There will be a Madden. <laughs> right. There will maybe be a battle. But, but first parties, we don't know, right? No, 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 okay. no. Um, that's a good guess. That's a good guess because it, it was what it was a year ago we saw that Harry yeah, Potter that, game. That, that but again, that's not first party. Year. That's the other thing we're no, doing. No, it's not first party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be a launch title. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they don't have very many first parties for launch, because they've got, obviously, sure. they got, you know, God of War is already blowing its load mm-hmm. and all other stuff. But like, Harry Potter might be in the launch of PS5. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would be that would be a good get for like marketing. That is wise. a good get. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a matter of who's making it. My money, Monolith. But we'll see. Hmm. The we'll problem see. with all that is just like, I guess it's not a problem because you guys Arkham Knight was still was that that was year two of that was PS4? 2015. The PS4 came out 2014. 2014. Yeah. Wait, no. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Solidly at IGN. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be 2014, and then it got delayed a year. Because WB is going to want to make their money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Being a launch game is great. It's great to be the top selling launch game. That's not the same as being installed on the, what is it, 90 million PS4s now? Is it 100 million already? Uh, well, that's what I mean. Is that, if only I had the chalkboard paint. You know? I mean, Barrett's right about Rocksteady pushing to 2022 or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I think that makes sense. But but I I feel like Montreal's got to hold on. I, I still don't know what launch games they're going to have. It doesn't sound like they're going to have very many. Tsushima, Horizon 2. Well, I mean, Tsushima is going to be PS4 yeah, for that's sure. Gonna, uh, yeah, that's right. Horizon yeah. 2. Uh, but it's also the thing is, like, as PlayStation shown time and time again, you don't need first party. Mm. Early, I shouldn't say time and time again. With PlayStation 4, they're like, we don't need first party that's to true. come, out, just come out, big, out of the gate. Oh, oh, so also, uh, Spider-Man 2 is probably within the launch year, I would no guess. Way. No way? No way. <laughs> they, all they Spider-Man have to 2 is last year. Yeah, or Spider-Man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Spider-Man was last year. So that was 2018. Teen. You don't see a Spider-Man game coming out in 2021. They have to remake New York. Yeah. Remake New York again. New story. Like I, I think I, it's very that's much. That's a three-year turnover. I think I don't it's think very that's... similar to my uh, Last of Us thing from back uh, then. Uh, I don't. I, I, everybody will try to make me eat crow when it actually gets announced for 2021. <laughs> will it ship in 2021? Yeah, Different yeah, story. Yeah. Different mm, story, Barrett. Mm. <laughs> I see them turning around a Spider-Man game. God, that quickly. God, I hope they do. Yeah. I am not going to get in your face about it. I hope they do. Yeah. I hope that's what happens. Again, I'm not saying launch window. I'm saying like launch year. Horizon 2 seems like your best bet from, for getting something from launch somebody window. at yeah, launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, it's like it's the same thing as always where you don't want to rush these people. What was PS4's sure. launch lo- like lineup? DC Universe Online? I'm not joking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Call uh, of N- Duty. Mac? Ghosts, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Came out, yeah. Knack. They had Madden twenty five. Knack. Um, it was supposed to be infamous, but it slipped. Don't infamous ignore seven. my neck, huh? Don't ignore my neck. I, I was forgetting about neck. Yeah, oh yeah, neck. Yeah. yeah, but they it, had a it, Lego it, Marvel superheroes. Second Son was still kind of windowish. It was right? windowish, yeah, yes, yeah. but it slipped from where it was supposed okay. to be. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So you're right though, because it. Uh, uh, s- ooh, ooh, mm, kills on mm. Shadowfall, another uh, really game. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Right. What are they working on? Horizon Two. You assume. Yeah. And actually confirmed cool. by Janina Govankar when she was on a live stream. Didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it is confirmed. Okay. I, wasn't, I, wasn't I mean, it's the same. It's confirmed as much as like, you know, um, she's walking around Star Wars convention. 
and she was mm. streaming it, and she's like, I loved you in the DLC. She's like, oh, my God, wait till you see the next one. <laughs> They're doing some incredible <laughs> shit. It's like, well, no shit. Everybody knew they were working on Horizon. Right, yeah, yeah. You assume they are. Ooh, someone uh, made a good point, or someone's just talking about Assassin's Creed in the chat. Yeah, I was going like, to say, uh, Assassin's Creed. we haven't seen Assassin's Creed in a while, yeah. Kuchoko yeah. here says, yeah, don't forget about uh, PS4 launch titles, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, and Resogun. Which, Black Flag came out a month before, I think. The PS4 and Xbox One, and then Ooh, immediately... interesting. Charles J. in your wrong says it's possible Arcane uh, is working on PlayStation Ooh. 5 t- at the moment too, given Deathloop systems aren't confirmed. Uh, Deathloop's oh, hot. Yeah. Deathloop yeah, is yeah. cool. Huh. Lots to be excited about. I think yeah, first party wise though, you'd hope Horizon 2, but I don't want to rush him. Take your time over there, Gorilla. Yeah, Herman, <laughs> take your time. What a good, that. what a good theory sesh. Yeah, right. I, pre- I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, BJ Bernardo gets the final say on any of this and says, "Hi, y'all. Now that Sony dropped some news on the PlayStation Five, do you think this forces Microsoft to reveal more news about Project Scarlet at XO19 a month from now, or will they stick with the game plan? Was there something you wish was revealed about the PlayStation Five today that they didn't reveal? Hmm. Let's stick with the uh, the Microsoft thing. Yeah. XO19 is coming up. Yes, it is one of those things that I think is an interesting and easy to forget one." Because there's not a lot of buzz about it yet. I totally forgot about As it. As we get closer, I expect there to be more and more. Yeah. Like, you know, Xbox will announce things there. Will they announce this? Who knows? Will I don't know that they're going to give us much on Scarlet. At I agree. I think, if anything, it'll be maybe a mention. Of it. Of course, that's still happening, but I think you're, these, this is more based on what's happening right now. I also think that Phil Spencer is doubling down on E3. So I think since Microsoft's been given full run of the, basically run of the show sure. next year, if Sony's not going to be in it, then they're going to go... All right, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to put it all in E3. We're going to just going to blow it out with as much news as we possibly can, and it's going to be our show. Yeah. Um, that's what it seems like to me. I, it, it seemed like he was doing that last year. Yeah. Uh, and I loved it. I, mean, that was, I thought it was great. I thought they, he, he took over the show, and it, was, and it was a good showing. So I feel like he probably will do that again for E3 2020. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't think that this changes anything for Microsoft. I think both no. these, these seasoned competitors in the ring yeah. understand that they're going to trade body blows for a while. Yeah. And I don't think anything that happened today makes them go, oh, shit, we got to get out there. Because, again, you hope that at XO19 they're going to be able to say, you know, we launched the uh, xCloud beta last month in October. It's had this many users, this yeah. kind of feedback. We're expanding the program to all these different places or uh, devices, hopefully, as I touch my Apple phone. <laughs> I'm very excited and would love to have that. Uh, and then, yeah, was there something revealed about PlayStation 5 today that, uh, that I wish that, or wasn't revealed that I wish they had? Well, of course, I want to see the box. I want to see the controller. I want to have a price. I want to have a date. Like, but they're going to do that but all But again, in what really happened today is that I woke up, went in the bathroom to brush my teeth, and I looked at Blessing talking about how well, this confirms uh, Ghost of Tsushima is still a PlayStation 4 game. I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap. Play. If they're just going to shadow drop PlayStation 5 news, I can't really get excited to be like, man, why didn't they say this? Yeah, yeah. Number two. That's right. 37 minutes in. Number two on the Roper Report. Uh, Blizzard has suspended a Hearthstone player for Hong Kong support and pulls his prize money. This is Luke Plunkett over at Kotaku. Now, this is the player, Blitz Chung. Full name. I'm going to need help on this, Bruce, because yeah. I'm a big idiot. Chung and then Win Wei. I think it's Win Wei. Okay. That sounds right. I think from you here got on, it. we're going to say Blitz Chung because that's how you know, yeah. everybody knows him. A pro Hearthstone player from Hong Kong ended a stream earlier this week with a statement of support for those engaged in months-long protests against local police and government. As a result of this, Blizzard has ruled that he violated competition rules and have handed out a heavy punishment. In the stream, part of the broadcast of the Asia-Pacific Grandmasters, Blitz Chung wore a mask, similar to those worn by protesters, and said, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. Blizzard, clearly aware of the political repercussions in the Chinese market for such a statement, have determined that Blitz Chung violated a competition rule, which states... 
2019 Hearthstone Grandmasters official competition rules. V1.4, uh, page 12, section 6.1, and then an O in parentheses. Greg doesn't understand what that means. <laughs> Engaging in any act that, in Blizzard's sole discretion, brings you into public disrepute, offends a portion uh, or group of the public, or otherwise damages Blizzard's image, will result in removal from Grandmasters and reduction of the player's prize total to $0 USD, in addition to other remedies which may be provided for under the handbook and Blizzard's website terms. Blitzchung's punishment is an immediate removal from Grandmasters, a withholding of prize money for his participation, and a ban from taking part in Hearthstone Esports, quote, for 12 months, beginning October 5th, 2019, and extending to October 5th, 2020. Blizzard also adds that despite them physically ducking from his comments on air and immediately cutting to a commercial, the company, quote, will also immediately cease working with both casters involved in the airing of Blitzchung's statement. Because the casters were talking to Blitzchung. Right. Yeah. And I, wa I mean, granted, it's not happening in English, so I don't understand it. Right. We'll get to all this on how, how the levels of bullshit happening here. But that one in particular. Yeah. We're like, literally, like, I, I, you're the live casters. He says something they know is controversial, and literally they put they put their heads down right, and then cut to commercial, and you're going to fire them still. That's weird. Blizzard and uh, Blizzard end their ruling by saying, "Quote: While we stand by one's right to express individual thoughts and opinions, players and other participants that elect to participate in our esports competitions must abide by the official competition rules." End quote. Now. Here's where I want to drop some of Blitzchung's statements in that weren't in the Kotaku article. They have a statement from him after he everything happened on the air, but before uh, Blizzard said anything. So that statement reads like this. This is still from Kotaku. As you know, there are serious protests in my country now. This is from Blitzchung. Yeah. No. I'm sorry if I wasn't clear. My call on stream was just another form of participation of the protest that I wish to grab more attention. I put so much effort in that social movement in the past few months that I sometimes couldn't focus on preparing for Grandmaster, my Grandmaster match. I know that my action on stream. Me I, I know what my action on stream means. It could cause me a lot of trouble, even my personal safety in real life. But I think it's my duty to say something about the issue. Then IGN has this statement from Blitzchung after the fact, after the ruling from Blizzard came down. Uh, Chung says he doesn't regret what he said during the stream. Quote, I expect the decision by Blizzard. I think it's unfair, but I do respect their decision. I am not regretful of what I said, end quote. He added, like I shouldn't be afraid of, I, like I shouldn't be afraid of these kinds of white terror. When asked what white terror means, Chung clarified, it describes anonymous, anonymous acts that create a climate of fear. Hmm. Now, if you're like me, uh, you're very busy and you're doing your job and all these different things. And you've seen the Hong Kong protests and you understand it's about democracy. Yeah. But maybe you weren't up to date on exactly what was going on or why. I Googled, of course, found a BBC recap. They had it in 100 words and 500 words, which I appreciated and tried to cobble together into one just to bring everybody up to speed here. Hong Kong's protest started in June against proposals to allow extradition to mainland China. Opponents said this risked exposing Hong Kongers to unfair trials and violent treatment. They also argued the bill would give China greater influence over Hong Kong and could be used to target activists and journalists. A former British colony, Hong Kong has some autonomy and more rights than the, the mainland under a one-country, two-systems deal. City leader Carrie Lam uh, agreed to suspend the bill, but demonstrations continued and developed to include demands for full democracy and an inquiry into police actions. The bill was finally withdrawn in September. Clashes between police and activists have been becoming increasingly violent, with police using tear gas and activists storming parliament. Hundreds of thousands of people took to the streets after weeks of protest. After, after weeks of protest, comma, uh, leader Carrie Lam eventually said the bill would be suspended indefinitely. 
Protesters feared the bill could be revived, so demonstrations continued, calling for it to be completely withdrawn. The bill was finally withdrawn in September. Now, the protesters' demands have changed over the weeks. They include withdrawal of the riot description used about the protests, amnesty for all arrested protesters, an independent inquiry into alleged police brutality, universal suffrage for the elections of the chief executive and legislative council, Hong Kong's parliament. A bigger issue than we're used to covering. This is a major, kind of is a major, major issue. What? So let's dial it back to this yeah, stuff. Let's yeah. Chung... Uh, and his statements on air and Blizzard's reactions. What's your take? Yeah, uh, so my take is, I think Blitzchung, he, it sounds like he knew what his consequences were. Mm. Um, and he still stood up for what he believed in, uh, which I cannot say enough about. It's one of those things that I admire the most. Um, and he knew that it was going to come down, that Blizzard was going to ban him and all, other, all this other bullshit. Uh, but he didn't care because, yeah. because he wanted to speak out uh, with the people that he, that he is protesting with. Um, and I, uh, I cannot say enough about that. I think that's really, really amazing and cool and something that everybody should learn from. Uh, and I don't know that Blizzard is in the right here. Yeah. Even though they, those were the rules. Yeah. And I understand where Blizzard's coming from. I know that there's, those are the rules. And I'm sure someone's up there being like, those are the rules. But also, Blizzard is a capitalist company that operates in a democracy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, that's that, that one I'm not sure about. Yeah. I think uh, it's, it, there's two sides of the coin. The course, number yeah. one side is I think it's complete bullshit. I think that even yeah. using the language here, right, that brings you into public disrepute, right? I have never heard of Blitzchung until today, right? I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. Yeah. It's Blizzard who is now in my in, in disrepute with me, right? Who has offended a portion of the group or the public or otherwise damages Blizzard's image. Blizzard's image is for me damaged because of this. Now, granted, that's me talking. Yeah. I understand like you're saying, those are the rules. Clearly, there's people who I'm sure offends a portion or group of the public. Which it does. Who watch this who are like, fuck this guy. This yeah. isn't, you know, Hong Kong, the, the protesters are in the wrong in Hong Kong. Which, it's uh, not yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it offended someone. It cuts both ways. I get that. Yeah. It's the idea here, though, of like, there has to be exceptions to the rule. Were there calls for this? I, I, I get slippery slopes. I understand that if Blizzard mm -hmm. does nothing here, that opens the gate that then, then okay, cool. Anybody when, else can do it. When I come out and, you know, and I'm pointing at myself, but oh, when some other streamer comes out, right, and says yeah. something in support of a KKK or something right. equally as horrible, right. right? Then it's like, whoa, wait, no, you're fucking banned. Your money's taken away. And he's going to point to this and sue them and be like, well, you didn't take down Blitz right. when he supported the. I, I understand what they're saying. And I understand capitalism and being a company and needing a black and white and a cut and dry. Yeah. This is a shitty fucking situation. This is a shitty way to handle this. I, uh, exactly what you're saying. Wow. Fucking shout out to Blitzchung, who understands that, hey, yeah, this is going to fuck up. Not And that's the thing. Fuck up my prize pool, my His job. Life. Yeah, more importantly, the fact that he's from Hong Kong, right? Yeah. That he's like, yeah, this could jeopardize my life in this. Yeah. Like, more power to him for speaking out and doing this. And yeah, I think it's a really, really shitty way for Blizzard to handle this. It, it, doesn't, it does not look good on Blizzard, especially because Blizzard's obviously taking you know, some Chinese investors and, uh, and all that other stuff. Uh, so the slippery slope, I, I understand. And I hear this. I'm trying to think of a way around this for Blizzard. Like yeah. I'm actually trying to think of a way to, for them to punish him, but also not make it look like they're the worst company in the world. And I don't have this in kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Feel free to please chime in on this. On yeah. the, the, you're wrong part of what I'm about to say. Somebody put in, uh, I think on Twitter I saw, of like, 
his ban of like a year is so much more severe than like if you use racial slurs. And I don't have that confirmed. I, I, I don't. I'm not paying attention to esports as many of you know. But that was like they had a they. I want to say cited like seven games or maybe seven months, but it's still not a year like this is. Hmm. See, to me, this this would have been maybe then they could have just gone. You know what? We'll take away your prize. You're not banned, but we'll take away your prize. Don't do it again. Right. And, that, and they could have been not so severe, I think, because this seems very severe. Just even reading it and not having any context. Yeah. Being like you're banned for a year. Like you take away all your prize. You know, like you're out of, the you're, you're out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, 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 you're done. Um, they could have just been they could have also just slapped him on the wrist and been like, don't do that again. Like, don't ever do that again. We're going to release a statement saying you can't ever do that again or else you're banned from everything forever. Yeah. Um, and then not done anything to him. It's just such a weird thing of how to uh, to do this and how to balance it, it right? Is. And it like, is. it's that for me. And again, I'm speaking out of turn here, not being up on Hearthstone esports or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. I think you know it's easy to somehow compare this to uh, protesting the NFL, like Kaepernick, or right? Yeah. Even though he's been blackballed, and that's not fair either. Yeah. But like, in terms of oh well, you, you, like you're saying a slap on the wrist, right? Where there it would be thousands of dollars is, is the fine, right? Right. And like to uh, the the fucking star quarterback of a team, who cares for? A Hearthstone player, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how much he's bringing down. I don't know if he's making fatality money. <laughs> My one reference to esports nice ever, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? 20 years ago. <laughs> but it's just like, come on. Yeah, this is I, this doesn't look good on Blizzard. I, I, I'm i with you that there has to be... There had to be a less severe consequence for this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and not to mention, again, like, the guy is supporting democracy <laughs> where Blizzard originated. Uh, Where Blizzard started. Alex (laughs) Rust is in kindoffunny.com slash wrong giving me that information I wanted. XQC was banned for using racial remarks slash hate speech for seven games. Another player from Korea was banned for a month for using hate speech. So this this is an entire year. This Blitzchung ban was an entire year. Yeah, I don't. Obviously, I support democracy and capitalism uh, and believe in it to the utmost. And the Hong Kong protests, I've been very kind of like loosely following for months. Yeah. And to me, it actually like it kind of makes me like my heart swell with pride to see these people uh, so upset at their country and their city. Well, the bravery, right? To stand and the up bravery. and do this, right? Yeah, the, and to stand up in the middle of a communist country. Yeah, uh, that's something that it, to me is like, yeah, like fuck yeah, dude. I love that. I, and like, I I wish that I could help them more. It's kind of one of those things, like, man, I wish I could get in there and help them more. Uh, so this to me was was a, was a bummer. <laughs> this yeah. was a real bummer. Totally. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on it as it develops because I think there's been enough, I'd like to think, public outcry that Blizzard has to give a statement on yeah. like what they're doing here and why they're tr- treating it one way and not the other. Yeah. Uh, number three on the Roper Report, 50 minutes in. Uh, Doom Eternal's been delayed. Uh, this is a letter from <laughs> it. We say give them time, Barrett. No, we say I know, give them the time. I know. We I'm should give sad. them time. Uh, id Software gave this statement. Throughout the development of Doom Eternal, our goal has been to deliver a game that exceeds your greatest expectations across the board. To make sure we're delivering the best experience for Doom Eternal to live up to our standards of speech, I'm sorry, of speed and polish, we've made the decision to extend our launch date by a few months to March 20th, 2020. We know many fans will be disappointed by this delay, but we are confident that Doom Eternal will make will deliver a gaming experience that is worth the wait. In addition to shifting the Doom Eternal launch date, we've made a couple of other changes we wanted you to know about. Invasion Mode, which will allow you to enter another player's game as a playable demon, will release as a free update shortly after launch. Doom Eternal for Nintendo Switch will release after the other platforms. We will announce that date in the future. 
Doom 64 will be available on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC in addition to Nintendo Switch. We are adding Doom 64 as a pre-order bonus for Doom Eternal on all platforms, so you'll be able to download and play this classic game for free just for pre-ordering Doom Eternal. Doom 64 will be released on March 20th, 2020 on all platforms. Uh, we are grateful to every Doom fan for your dedication and support. We can't wait to rip and tear right alongside you. Yeah, hell yeah. Id Software. <laughs> Heartbreaker, yeah. But I mean, like... It's uh, fine. Just take your time. Take your, your time. Yeah. And also, like, Bethesda needs to win right now. Yeah. Like, the last... In the last year, the major games that Bethesda has published is Fallout 76, Oof. The Elder Scrolls Blades, Rage 2, and Wolfenstein Youngblood, and Wolfenstein Cyberpilot. Like... Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. this is a smart decision. Ma like, make the game that you need to make. And, and it's going to you know, be good. Yeah, we're already all confident it's gonna in be good. Doom Eternal. So, yeah. like, make the great game that you need to make. Uh, yeah. Like, my big question this morning was just like, all right, so what's going to be game of the year 2019? 100%. This when this dropped, like, I was like, man. I And I don't mean to, I, like, you know, I love video games. I've had a lot of great times with video yeah, games. Yeah, and this I don't year. mean to undercut the quality of the games coming out. This I just year, feel just like, like 2019 has been such a weird, soft year you for games. Have you guys played uh, Out of World yet? <laughs> No, but it's coming. I, I can't know. Wait. Can't play. I played yeah. it at events. I, I haven't played it yet either. Yeah, I, yeah. My ho don't get me wrong. A fucking Obsidian RPG. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah, like, yeah. And that's the thing is like that's on the list still. Fallen Order is on the list. Um, Modern Warfare for whatever's happening. COD, yeah. I mean, yeah. COD looks great. Yeah, like there's a bunch of stuff still to come, but it's just like it's so hard to compare it to last year. Where it yeah, was like, that's true. That's true. it was Red God of Dead, War is everybody's of game War. of the year, but Red Dead's coming. What's going to happen? What about Spider-Man? What about, and it was yeah. like all these different yeah. games where it was like, you had a legitimate argument six ways. Yeah. Whereas this year, I do feel like it's like Sekiro, Resident Evil 2, Control. Like there's all these different games in the conversation, but yeah. it's, I don't see people being like, this is clearly the front runner. Yeah. For me, and it's like, like Apex. I, I, say, uh, yeah. I say Apex yeah. for me, but I know it's not mm. the game of the year. So. Uh, yeah. Like building up to this, like I... I don't really have a lot of games that I, I think of uh, as game of the year, so I was really looking forward to Doom. So yeah, this morning I was like, all right, well, I'll probably enjoy uh, Jedi Fallen Order, but we'll Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds, boys, yeah, Woo! Outer Worlds, and then Outer Wilds is also coming. Outer uh, Wilds, people did really, really. Yeah, well, it was a good game. Yeah, and it's coming to PS4. Don't skip to the head on the show, okay, motherfucker. All right, all right you know fucking what? push the buttons and make the cameras all right, go. You That's know what? Your job. We're fifty-two minutes into the number show, four. <laughs> Just skip right ahead. Call of Duty Mobile is a huge <laughs> deal. Uh, this is Neha Malara over at Reuters. Uh, the mobile version of video game franchise Call of Duty racked up 100 million downloads in its first week. That is insane. Industry site Sensor Tower said on Tuesday, dwarfing the debuts of previous smashes, including Fortnite and PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. PUBG, Fortnite, and Electronic Arts Apex Legends scored 26.3 million 22.5 million and 25 million respectfully, respectively in their first week of release. Quote, this is by far the largest mobile game launch in history. In terms of the player base, that's been built for the first week. Said Randy Nelson, head of Mobile Insights at Sensor Tower. Call of Duty Mobile was launched by its publisher, Activision Blizzard, incorporated on October 1st, and Sensor Tower said the numbers reflected worldwide unique downloads across Apple's App Store and Google Play in the period since. Congratulations to them. That's right? A, that's a big deal. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100 million downloads. That is insane. That is a big right? deal for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm really I'm really happy for that team, actually. Are you going to play that? You like Call of Duty a lot. Do you play mobile games? Like I, do, I do like Call of Duty. I, I was going to avoid it entirely because I was like, oh, I could never play Call of Duty mobile. But now that 100 million people have downloaded this game, and actually I've heard people say, hey, it, it's not bad. I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, like, it's <laughs> what weird. a ringing endorsement. Well, yeah. Well, because you would never <laughs> expect Call of Duty to be good on a mobile phone. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I'm ready to give it a shot. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Go get him. Let's do it. Bruce, 
I'm excited to see you give Call of Duty a shot. But there's so many other games you could give a shot to. If I wanted to know what those games were, and they came out today, and they went to the mom and grop shops, digital and retail, where would I go? You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah! Out today, it's a big one, everybody. Wow, there's a lot. Ukulele in the impossible layer on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. You want me to... Okay, sure. The Alliance Alive HD Remaster on PS4, Switch, and PC. John Wick Hex on PC and Mac. Call of Cthulhu on the Switch. Asphalt 9 Legends on Switch. Indivisible on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Trying for the Nightmare Prince on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Trying the Ultimate Collection PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. A Winter's Daydream, Xbox One, and Switch. Burger Time Party, Switch. Atlas, Xbox One. Concrete Genie, PS4. Woo-hoo. like that one a lot. Uh, the Bradwell Conspiracy, PlayStation 4, and PC. Worse Than Death, Switch, and PC. Dodge Hard on Switch. Aldred, Knight of Honor, Switch. Reventure on Switch. Uh, Interfectorum on the PS4. Chikakra? Chikara? Action Wrestling on PC. Uh, Love Esquire, RPG dating sim visual novel on PC and Mac. Jaws of Oblivion, taking players to Mahura's Dragons, Dederic, Plane of Oblivion, and Elder Scrolls Legends, is available now for PC and Android devices with iOS to follow soon after. With 75 plus brand new cards inspired by Bethesda Game Studios, beloved The Elder Scrolls 5. Four. Oblivion. Damn it. Yeah. You ever do that? You get to there, I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Yeah, uh, Jaws of Oblivion pulls devastating Daedra through the fiery gates of Oblivion. And on to the playmat. Uh, Trover Saves the Universe. Important Cosmic Jobs DLC launches today. And here's one of my favorite ones I got in there. Here we go. Debaucheries DLC turns up the heat in Ooh. Conan Exiles. Oh, yes. Things are about to get steamy in the exiled land. They already were. The debaucheries of Derek De- Deketo DLC offers a host of new items and emotes with lust and overindulgence as common denominators. Build a luxurious pleasure house in the treetops connected to a bustling tavern by a rope bridge. Decorate your home with an exquisitely crafted chest set, scarlet curtains and wine racks, and prepare yourself for battle with the new and intimidating Dark Templar armor set. The debaucheries of Deketo DLC lets you cast your prudence aside and give in to your darkest and innermost desires. PC, Xbox One, and PS4. I know wow. like one person who's probably really, really excited. Who's that? For, uh, Brandon from the OKBs podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know he's a perv. Conan Exiles. He a, loves Conan. That's a, that's a ridiculous game. Oh, yeah. One more there on the back for you. Outer no, Wild. Yeah, that's upside. I, actually, new dates. Oh, Outer Wilds comes to the PS4 on uh, October 15th. Calm Next down, Barrett, over there. You Next know Tuesday. Crazy. Yeah, I'm Next excited. Tuesday. Andy was talking it up uh, when it originally came Good out. Game. A lot of people like, are. A lot of people say, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, can I can I play?" He's like, "Yeah." On Xbox, I was like, "Ah, I don't own one of those, so I'm 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 excited to finally well, play." Well, next it. Tuesday, buddy. Yeah. Uh, deals of the day for you. There's a big old PlayStation VR sale on the PlayStation Store in honor of the device's third birthday. Oh. So enjoy that, mm. everybody. Right. Uh, I was gonna say now it's time for reader mail, but now it's time to end the show. So we're gonna do now. It's time for squat up because we've gone forever and ever and ever on this show. Yeah. And it was a great show, everybody. Good job, everybody. Proud of you all over here. But first, I'm gonna tell you about the sponsors who made this show possible. We'll start with Hims. Have you noticed Andy and Nick's hair looking better? Of course you have, and that's because they use him. The problem: 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age 35, and once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. Why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? Solution: forhims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be their best versions of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. These aren't snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. Hims was created by a guy who knows more 
No, no, some men's health conversations are easier online than in person. No more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. 4Hims connects you with real doctors online, which could save you hours. It's completely confidential and discreet. Answer a few quick questions, a doctor will review it, and if they determine it's right for you, you can per- or they can prescribe you medication to treat your hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. Order now. My listeners can get started with the Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today right now while supplies last and subject to a doctor's approval. See the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy or somewhere else. Go to 4 slash games daily. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash games daily. 4 slash games daily. Up next is Quip. We're all using Quip here kind of funny, and it's because it's the best toothbrush out there. But what actually makes a better toothbrush? Industrial strength power, claims of miraculous trending ingredients, multiple modes? If you ask your dentist, they'll tell you. It's less about the brush and more about how you use it. That's why Quip was created by dentists and product designers to focus on what actually matters for your oral health. Healthier habits. Quip's sensitive vibrations with a built-in two-minute timer guide the gentle brushing for up to the dentist's recommended two minutes with 30-second pulses ensuring it even clean. Quip automatically delivers brush heads to you every three months for clean, new bristles right on schedule. This sleek, intuitive design is simple to use and comes with a travel cap that doubles as a mere mount. These thoughtful features make brushing something you actually want to do twice a day. Good habits matter to live a healthier life, so help form fresh oral health habits with Quip. Quip starts at just $25, and you'll get your first refill pack for free at getquip.com games. This is a simple way to support our show and start brushing better, but you have to go to getquip.com games to get the first refill pack free. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash games, 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 games. Bruce. Yes. It's time to squat up. All right. This is where we ask somebody in the community to write in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Give us their name, username, platform of choice, and why they need help in a game. I read here, the best friends come and find you. Everybody plays games together. Today, Michaela, Michaela needs help on PlayStation 4. Michaela's username is GeekReet. It's like Geek Create. All sh- oh, Geek Create. Geek Create. A what a bad PSN. Woof, man. <laughs> you can change them for free now. G-E-E-K-R-E-A-T-E. I don't know. It might be something. Why not there. double the case? Why not beat Geek Create? Well, that's then. It said you're, you're G Create? Why don't just do geek and then create with a C? Oof, man. I'll tell you what, Michaela. Oof. Good morning to everyone. <laughs> I have a bit of an issue. I'm a big kid, so I have a big kid job. 40 hours a week, four nights a week. Yes, four nights. I work overnight IT and on the weekends, too. My free time is usually Sunday through Tuesday nights from about 8 p.m. to 12 noon central. As such, most people I know are on normal weekday schedules, so I end up alone most nights struggling to stay awake so I don't mess up my sleep schedule. I'm looking for a KFBF who is available at all sorts of times, whether in my time zone or a different one. For any best friends more comfortable in other languages, I speak English, obviously, German, I'm rusty, so it'll be a bit broken, and toddler-level Spanish. <laughs> Lately, I've been playing Red Dead Online, Overwatch, Overcooked 2, and Borderlands 3, but I am flexible regarding games. Somebody help out Michaela. There you go. Somebody, at G-Create. G-E-E-K. No, it's geek. R-E-A. Geek and then re That's not what it is. And I, it's one of those, I'll have you know, I deleted the way she, when, at the end, Michaela's like, this is how you say it. And I'm like, oh, no, no. If I see that, I delete it. Because guess what? You don't get to, I don't get to show you the word Greg and then say, well, That's it's true. pronounced giraffe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, like, I'm pronouncing the words as they pop up. You're, you're, you're sa- a shaming create because, uh, uh, unwarranted. Somebody help out Michaela is, is all we're saying. Yes. Somebody help out Michaela. Play a game with Michaela. It's time for your wrong. This is where people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Right in 
to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. I'm really worried about this one right oh, now. Oh, no, it's, it's all good. We did, I mean, we did fine. You can oh, tell anything what we screwed up as we screwed it up. Right. Ignacio Rojas says, uh, the PlayStation 4, uh, we talked about how PlayStation 5 wants to tell you more about what's happening on the screen. He's, he has this. PlayStation 4 already does give plenty of information about your friend's games. For example, for Borderlands, it shows you their character level. Fortnite tells you how many people are left in the game. Mm -hmm. And some games say in what area the person is. Again, Ignacio, we're just talking about what Cerny's talking about. Yeah, Cerny was, Cerny was one that gave He's going to have it without jumping into it, right? Ignacio also says Metal Gear was first released on the MSX2 computer. But as you know, I don't acknowledge that. NES for life. <laughs> Oh, that's a funny one. Somebody's trying to be a funny person over here. <laughs> funny people doing funny stuff. Oh, we got a funny guy. We got here. a funny guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lord of Pwn says, Infamous was never slated as a launch title. It was revealed as a launch window title. Need for Speed also had a launch title on PS4. Huh. Final Boss Fight says, Wasn't Destiny a huge part of PlayStation 4's launch window? So what about some version of Destiny? Um, was it? Oh, it... Was, yeah. Did Destiny release cross-platform? I thought. Yes, it did. It was PS. It was definitely also on PS3. But it wasn't a launch game for PlayStation 4, was it? Um, Bear, give I'm, me a search on that while we keep going. It's September 9th, twenty fourteen. So no, so no, was, not a launch. No, that, that launch was a year game. later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You're out of here. You've been thrown away. <laughs> um, no, you see, like, okay, Charles J says a possible PS5 launch game idea. That's not a you're wrong. That's not what I'm looking for. Here. That's not how that helps. <laughs> I was really worried that somebody was going to come up and say you're wrong. Don't support the protests in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. That's what I was really worried about. Oh, so. yeah. Well. <laughs> Oh, interesting. And then breaking news Zaire has here uh, from GamesIndustry.biz. A, a man broke into Valve, stole $40,000 of equipment in games. Jesus. We'll talk about that tomorrow, I'm sure. Half-Life 3 stolen. Because yeah. <laughs> it was the only copy we had. <laughs> this, ladies and gentlemen, is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Uh, you can watch the show live. Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Later, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Roosterteeth.com. Podcast services around the globe. Uh, no matter where you watch it, thank you for your support. Maybe you want to go over to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Bruce Green, they can keep up with you where? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Bruce Green. Oh, wow. It's that simple. How often do you stream? I stream every, um, basically every day at this oh, point. Wow. Yeah, like four to six hours a day. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks again for spending so much time with us. It's not over yet, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, He's got You, well, you got to do the, the kind of funny paper oh, here know, in a second, but you won't see that for a few weeks. Uh, but until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.